Before we get started, I'd like to say a word about where we are. Today, Ask a Silicon Valley Lawyer is broadcasting from the Embarcadero, a roadway along San Francisco's eastern shore, which connects the East Bay and the Bay Bridge to the North Bay and the Golden Gate Bridge. Embarcadero literally means, in Spanish, the place to embark. Today, it is home to many of San Francisco's most promising startups. Welcome to our video blog number three on Ask a Silicon Valley Lawyer. Today I want to talk to you about how to raise venture capital. As outside counsel to well over a hundred tech, life sciences, med device, and clean energy companies, entrepreneurs come to me frequently and ask me to help them to raise venture capital. In this video guide, I want to show you how to think about this thoughtfully and concisely. The first question I ask founders when they ask me how to raise venture capital is I ask them, are you ready? What do I mean by that? Today we're only going to be talking about your first round of venture capital. And before you go into an investor and meet with them, um, you really need to have your ducks in a row. You've got to have a minimum viable product. You have to have a team. You have to have some idea of what is your intellectual property. You have to have an idea of what's in your pitch deck. Depending on your industry or vertical or sub-vertical, the answer will differ. If you're an enterprise SaaS company and you don't have recurring revenue, you shouldn't be talking to a venture capital round about your first round of venture capital. Um, you should be talking to them about what is already your level of monthly recurring revenues or MRRs. So what I'm getting at is, are you ready? And that's what I need to establish before we go ahead and decide to talk to venture capital firms. Are you ready is an important question. Ten years ago, a lot of these questions that I've just asked could have been answered post-Series A. Now they need to be answered pre-Series A. Um, what used to be a Series A is now a Series Seed. Series A, you have got to have all of these things ready in order to approach venture capital. Once we've answered the question, are you ready, and we agree that you are, the first thing I recommend to my founder and entrepreneur teams is to build a first-rate advisor team. Not only should you have picked a great lawyer, but you should have an accountant or a financial advisor that can help you model out uh, revenues and costs and when you're going to incur those revenues and when you're going to expense those costs over a three and five and ten year period. Um, you should be working with people that are very skilled in working with emerging companies at your stage of growth, in your vertical, and in your geography. That's very important. Um, in addition, you may need some board members from industry on your team. Um, you may need an advisory board, uh, people that can help you and demonstrate to a venture capital firm that you know how to access customers uh, and access channels and potentially even access uh, your competitors and future acquirers. Um, they can come from any walk of life, other entre former entrepreneurs, uh, former bankers, uh, former venture capitalists. Um, uh, retired executives. Um, show your venture capital firm that you've got a first-rate advisor team that knows how to help emerging private companies get financed and scaled for growth. So we've determined you're ready. 
and we've built a great advisor team, what do we do next? We need to have perfect marketing documents, three of them. We're going to need an executive summary, a one-page teaser that tells me the problem, the solution, uh, the market, <clears throat> the ask, and your contact details. Next, you're going to need a PowerPoint presentation. We call it the pitch, a pitch deck. Um, uh, building the perfect pitch deck was the subject of my last uh, video blog. Um, we're not going to talk about that today. And thirdly, you're going to need a, um, uh, a business model, a very detailed uh, uh, financial projection that, which is going to show when you expect to incur revenue, when you expect to uh, pay out costs, and when you're cash out. And it's going to show when your next round of financing is, and it's going to show how this business scales in one to three to five to even ten years out. Um, investors do like to see a 10-year business model. Um, so that's what you need in terms of great marketing documents, three of them. Great marketing documents tell a story. They're going to show what is the problem, what is the solution, what the market looks like, who the team is, what are the barriers to entry, what is the business model, how are you going to make money, how are you going to do it profitably, and it's going to show that you know how to manage money because it's going to show when you're going to have revenue and when you're going to incur costs and when you're cash out. Finally, it's going to do something really important. It's going to make an ask. How much are you looking to raise? Where are you going to spend it? And what are the benchmarks that are going to demonstrate success at the end of the runway? You've got great marketing documents. Now you need to develop a list of investors. How do you do that? Well, there's a plethora of platforms out there that can help you find who are the perfect investors. Um, I like to cast my net wide and large, and I go to PitchBook, I go to Crunchbase, I go to CB Insights, and I find out who are the investors that have invested in companies in my geography, in my sub-industry vertical, and in my stage of growth. So today we're talking about Series A deals, your first round of venture capital, and so that's going to be Series A uh, transactions. These databases can tell you how much money these funds have left when, when these funds expire and when they're next out looking to raise funds again. So there's a lot of really important information that you can access by hitting these databases. What we want to do is create a spreadsheet of all of the investors that we've found through the commercial databases, through our network that we'd like to approach. And now we want to track who is the best person who can help us get that first point of entry. And once we've found that, how we can move them forward in a funnel so that we're making points of contact and moving forward towards a, uh, a first email, a first meeting, and then closing them with some sort of a term sheet. So I like to have all contact in one spreadsheet. And I spend a lot of time trying to find who is the best point of entry to each prospective investor. A word about who should be making introductions. The best introduction that you can ever have to a venture capitalist is through another CEO that has made money for that venture capitalist. So it's probably the CEO of a prior portfolio company that exited. Second best is the CEO of a company that uh, a venture capitalist recently invested in because they get very enthusiastic about their portfolio companies. And if they've made that decision to invest, they think very highly of that person and probably their network. So an, an introduction from a CEO 
CEO of a portfolio company is, is a great one. Um, if you can't get that, um, if there's somebody in your network that just knows uh, the VC from uh, their networks or you know, whether it's an industry trade group, um, it could be uh, from any parts of a, of a walk of their life, um, that's, a, that's a great intro, intro, introduction. And you really want a warm introduction that endorses you and, and um, sets up your company as, as, as in the best possible light. So we want to create uh, some material that you can give to your uh, network that they can use to help you get these meetings. So you want to create an email um, that is really helpful that your advisors can use to go seek out meetings for you and using the theory of double-blind introduction. So we've developed an extensive spreadsheet of all of the potential investors that we think might like your company because of your geography, your stage of growth, and your specific sub-vertical. Now we're ready to start the process of reaching out. First things first, who's the best possible introduction? Let's identify who that is in your network. It should be somebody that your venture capitalist is most open to receiving an introduction from. Who is that person? It's somebody that they previously invested in and who made them money. The best source of an introduction is from someone that made money for that VC. Not only received a check from the VC, but returned that check and made them a profit. Second best introduction, the CEO of a current portfolio company that is viewed as successful by that VC. Third best introduction is anybody else in your network that you think has a real relationship with that person. Maybe it's your lawyer, maybe it's your accountant if you have to, but preferably it's the CEO of a, of a company that that VC has previously invested in. Next, we want to develop a very short email that your network can use to get a meeting for you. It's going to have, it's going to be something that's easily forwardable, uh, that your network can uh, quickly paste into a, a personal email that, that they can then craft from there that's going to set out the reason why the recipient VC should click open the pitch deck, why it's a good fit for them. Be disciplined. We should only be having one person reach out to one VC and one partner within that VC um, to, on your behalf. The worst thing you can do is have multiple people reaching out to a VC on your behalf. Um, uh, the even worse foul is if you uh, uh, reach out to several different partners within the same VC firm. Um, there is one person that logs in all of the inbound uh, um, opportunities that they receive and when they, when they see that that inbound opportunity is going into three different people, they disqualify you as somebody who's disorganized and they don't know who would be leading the deal and it's very frustrating for them and, and so it knocks you out. Um, always want to be very disciplined with how you reach out. Next, I want to talk to you about the theory of double-blind introductions and an opt-in culture. So when your network reaches out to a VC on your behalf, they're not going to directly introduce you. They're going to ask the VC if they're open to an introdu a direct introduction to you. Um, and just by the same token, they shouldn't be reaching out to anyone without getting your approval that they're the right person to reach out on your behalf. So it's a double opt-in. You say yes, 
you, Bob, are the right person to reach out to Jane VC, and Jane VC is the right Jane within that VC that, that, that is going to receive that introduction, and Jane actually wants to meet Bob, okay, and you. As you reach out by email, we're going to go in waves of three. I like to practice the rule of three. So three emails go out uh, through your network, they're targeted, you've got the double opt-in, and you're going to get, hopefully, some feedback. Um, I, the best feedback is, yes, I want a meeting. Um, and you have a meeting and, and you get feedback. Less best is when they say no meeting, but sometimes when, when you've really targeted your approach, they'll say why. You're too early. Um, I don't, I'm not interested in cybersecurity right now. Um, or I think it's a conflict. Um, maybe you'll get feedback about other people that that, that VC thinks that you should meet. Um, but we want to process the feedback and recenter and reach out again in a second wave with that the benefit of that feedback. There are a lot of resources out in the world to help you build great marketing materials. Um, there are a lot of great advisors out there that can help you in this quest to raise your first round of venture capital. What I want to talk to you about right now is my own experience with the art of the pitch. Please remember to smile. People need to see the crow's feet on the sides of your eyes. They want to be inspired. Tell them why they should invest in your company. Be concise, be respectful of their time. If you get a 30-minute meeting, wrap up in 25 minutes. Wrap up early. Try and find ways that you can follow up. Um, search for areas of overlapping personal interests, overlapping areas of professional interests, perhaps uh, overlapping areas of network. Um, if you meet with a VC and they, they're going to pass, you're not going to change their mind. But maybe they can indicate to you two or three other uh, VCs that might be interested that are in their network that they could introduce you to. Every opportunity, every meeting you have is an opportunity to get introduced to somebody that's even more targeted, even more ready to invest in your company. Next, I want to talk to you about some legal details. I'm a lawyer. I'm sorry. You got to hear me out. When you go visit a VC, they expect to see a Delaware C-Corp. Venture capital firms do not want to in invest in California corporations or corporations of any other state. Delaware is the state where, which receives the vast, vast majority of venture capital investments. It has the most developed uh, body of law. It has the simplest and most state-of-the-art statute. And it has a judiciary that is business-friendly and that gets business. So they want a Delaware C corporation. If you have an LLC, uh, they're, they're not going to be interested in investing. Uh, LLCs are, are not efficient vehicles for venture capital firms to invest into. So before we go and have these meetings with VCs, we don't want to spend uh, too much money on lawyers and legal processes, but we do want to have our basic ducks in a row, a Delaware C corp. Um, if you need a patent, uh, you've at least filed a provisional or you have a path to do it. Um, your cap table is, is fully uh, um, documented and your papers are ready, hopefully in a, in a virtual data room that can be easily accessed uh, and so that you can move quickly uh, when a venture capitalist is ready to invest. Now that your legal ducks are in a row, I want to talk about some common mishaps to avoid. First thing, Smile, be positive. 
you are here to inspire a venture capitalist to invest a large amount of money in your company, in your market. Be positive. Next, I want you to anticipate that the first thing a venture capitalist is going to do is run a Google search on you. What does that say? Make sure that you can anticipate what those questions are and you can answer them and hopefully there's nothing that you need to explain. Next is make sure that any social media profiles that are easily findable on you, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, are appropriate for the dialogue that you're seeking to have. That you have a LinkedIn site. If you're in cybersecurity and you're trying to raise a cybersecurity uh, round for a, a, a great new company, that it shows, displays your expertise in cybersecurity companies. Um, that's what we want to do in this next step. So don't, don't make uh, the footfall of showing the world that you're an artificial intelligence guy when you're trying to raise money for a life sciences company. Um, next is, I want you to anticipate a background check. In today's day and age, increasingly, venture capital firms are going to do a basic background check on you, and whatever is there, they're going to find it, whether it's a, uh, an IRS tax lien on your house uh, or uh, a, a pending litigation that you have with a former business partner. Those are big red flags. You want to make sure that that's taken care of or easily explained uh, in any kind of diligence process. Let's avoid simple mistakes that will knock you out of a great venture capital financing. As we wrap up, I want to remind you of how important it is to answer phone calls, return them promptly, be monitoring your emails and return them promptly, and to follow up. Hopefully during this meeting you have found three ways that you can follow up with this venture capitalist in some way and that they can follow up with you. The follow up is key. As we wrap up this third segment of Ask a Silicon Valley Lawyer and your guide to raising your first round of venture capital, I wanted to thank you for joining and also remind you of the plethora of great resources that are out there to help you in your quest. There are commercial databases, PitchBook, Crunchbase, uh, um, CB Insights, and, and there are great websites that will show you what other companies have done to raise their first round of venture capital. Uh, perfect Pitch Deck is one. Um, there are many. Uh, look at them. Uh, and if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm Louis Lao through my website, l2council.com. And finally, I uh, would love to hear any of your comments in the thread below. Subscribe to my channel and tell me what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks for joining me.